0: How about them Fremantle Dockers? What a win, 41-point comeback. Oli, who is your player of the game? I've given the player of the game to
1: Sarong. He was an absolute dynamo in the midfield, uh, and his, his clearance work was just unparalleled. He had 10 clearances for the game to go with 33 touches, one goal and six tackles. It was a flip of the coin between him and Brayshaw for mine, but I gave it to Sarong due to his centre clearance work. Uh, he had some really important tackles late, some really nice pressure work, work, and he's getting his hands to the ball
0: first. We just re-watched some of the game. Do you think the rewatch watch rewarded um, his game? Yes, for sure. To all the Freo supporters out there, I
1: know you've probably already watched the replay a few times, but it's definitely worth watching and keeping a close eye on uh, Caleb.
0: Yeah. well, My favourite moment from him was a centre clearance where Frio went from a point of disadvantage to advantage because he got in there and mucked it up. He disrupted it. Yeah, least I think um lob out the back for Yeah, exit. was that with um Dar- Darcy? That's right. Log Darcy was
1: having um running for the ball and then Sorong was just pressuring him until he made the he fell over
0: and made a mistake and then Sorong just with yeah. his quick hands just released. Released lob, that's right. Yeah. That was that's so good to watch. Yeah. And um he had another great moment that'll come back up in a category later on, which I won't spoil. Yep. Look, I've got a pretty different player of the game. For me, it's Cox. Um, in the third quarter, the Dogs were trying to arrest the momentum back, and they were trying to answer. And you know what's so amazing about this win is the Dogs were uh, two goals away from winning the game for about two two and a half full quarters, maybe. And they just couldn't do it. The Fremantle defense was resolute, and Cox's fingerprints were all over it. He was destroying his opponent, whoever it was at the time. His ball use was amazing. He, one of my favorite moments from him was this excellent weighted kick to Toby McLean. Uh, sorry, no, he was attacking Toby McLean yep. um, on a mismatch um, on the wing, um, and it was just brilliant. So Cox is actually mine. Yeah, because, and I. Partly it's because I think Frio's defence was such a huge reason why they won. Yeah, it was. What about Brayshaw? Yeah, so Brayshaw, uh, he was immense.
1: That's the word that comes to mind. He must be one of the hardest working midfielders in the league. And, you know, he was an All Australian on the bench, maybe he should have been on the field. Um, he kicked that goal in the second quarter. So, in the second quarter, you could tell that Frio was slowly, you know, Bringing back the momentum, uh, neutralizing momentum, and he was a massive part part of that. Uh, and then, so he was really important in the second. Um, kicked that goal, had ten marks, so just, which goes to show how hard a worker he is. Had six inside fifties and three rebound fifties. So it's a pretty complete performance by Brayshaw.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, and and yeah, I think uh, and I just shout out, he did a really good tackle on Jackson McRae in the fourth quarter. And yeah. when you tackle Jackson McRae, you have to be centimetre perfect or you will get a free against you. Yeah, And it was centimetre perfect by Prayshawn.
0: He'll try and shake any way to make that tackle illegal. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Yeah, I think it's totally fair that you've gone with a couple of midfielders because after the first quarter, they Frio dominated the midfield. Yeah. They, they won the battle uh, for three quarters of the game. And winning the battle for three quarters of the game against the Bulldogs is at a midfield damn good effort. Yeah, very
1: good. Like two very good midfields going at it.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a good segue actually because I actually think the Rucks helped contrib- helped contribute to that as well. And um, but I'm I'm naming Lob in my sort of extended best. Yeah, I think he had an underrated game. You look at his stats and he will be like two goals. A lot of the basic counting stats are a bit eh, but his score involvements were really high. And the timing of his goals in the third quarter—they were crucial goal, crucial time for goals and contested marks. And his stoppage work was absolutely excellent. And anyone else in your uh, best?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'm going to give a shout out to Pierce, down back, another resolute defender. So he was an important part of this backline unit that really won, helped uh, Freo uh, win the game. He had a long—he had—he was on Norton for long periods of the game and the thing about norton is he's a supreme aerialist and he's got a, he's constantly attacking the ball so he it would be a
0: very long day being matched up with norton i actually think pierce took the biscuits oh definitely took the biscuits it was a tremendous job tremendous job yeah. Norton's so disruptive and he was well locked up jack mcrae over the years has become a good kick inside 50 and the bulldogs at a crucial point late in the game it was the last quarter Straight after a 3 goal, Bulldogs were searching for a response. Bontempelli got a clearance, released McRae, um, and McRae had an uncontested kick inside 50, and he searched for Norton, and that's a very difficult situation off a centre clearance in the six 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 era, and it was Pierce who came across and went, no thank you. Um, so, excellent game from him. My, yeah. my next was um, Young. I thought Young, just the efficiency that he brought is he's a really good kick really good kick of the footy and um he had a excellent spot up pass to Amos for a crucial goal in the last which is a passage of play we'll come back to yeah who else is in your best sunny yeah is he back he was he was awesome he actually has a legit case for best on
1: yeah i reckon he kicked 3 3, three uh, and that crumbing goal that he kicked in which quarter was it? Third. The third quarter
0: was special. It was.
1: It, 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 just like he had like suction caps on um in his hands, mm-hmm. and the ball just like the ball just fell in. Uh, he just picked up the ball so cleanly, snapped around his body for a really important goal in the third. Uh, but he was he was everywhere and he kicked that really kicked the sealer or one of the goals that got Fremantle in front in the fourth quarter from the Frederick pressure. It was a crucial goal. Yeah, absolutely. it was a crucial crucial goal. So he. And he, he just looked to be back to his best. You know, I've always associated um, him to be a very good player, and in the Ross Lyon era, he was one of the best in the competition. And you know, he, his form in the last few years hasn't been to that standard. But what we saw from today, if he can continue uh, this game into next week, then like you know, I'd love to say that Sonny Walters is back because Fremantle are a better team when he's back, and the AFL's is a better sport when.
0: Yeah, he brings so much of what they need as well for a team with such a rock solid midfield and amazing back line. Having someone with a spark of genius in the forward line like he has, his defensive game was really good too. Amazing desperation had a really good smother or pressure act or or twenty. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was excellent. Um, and let's not forget that he kicked the first goal for Frio of the game, yes. and he was knocking on the door before that. He had a couple of opportunities but he sort of got things rolling by winning the free and kicking that goal. Do you have anyone else in your best? Uh, no, do you have anyone? I think Ryan's game deserves a, deserves a mention um, because he was a part of an amazing key defensive unit. So I'll mention it, but we can probably go back to that um, in later categories. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about the game style. How did you think the game played out? Yeah, so I think the first quarter is quite well um, well
1: documented. You know, the Bulldogs were up um, early in the second quarter by 41 points, and then in the second quarter, I th- that's when you saw the momentum sort of starting to shift towards a neutral. Mm-hmm. And then, and then from the third and the fourth, the the clearance work that the freeman were doing was uh, immense. Their backline stood up really well, mm-hmm. so I think. Yeah, and what I start, what I noticed in the second quarter was uh, the Freer was starting to get their first hands on the ball, and I think Will Brody. There's a few times where I, when I was watching the replay, I was like, Will Brody he's playing, he's, he's, uh, releasing players with by getting the first touch of the ball. Yep. Uh, and then by the fourth quarter, Bulldogs couldn't get the ball outside of their defensive half. Yeah. So that Fremantle wall, there's this air of inevitability. I feel. Yep. So it actually reminds me of uh, a very similar game in 2020 when St. Kilda played Fremantle. St. Kilda got off to a blistering start, up by a similar margin early. But, but by the second and third quarter, you just knew that there's only going to be one result and that was a Fremantle win. And that had a very similar vibe Damn. to this. And to be able to do that in a final, which just shows how much character this team has, how well coached they are by Longmuir, because, uh, you know, Bulldogs are a season finals team. They came in with a game plan. They came in with a good game plan.
0: Yep, yep. It was. I agree. It says so much about Frio. Um Imagine if the first final you play in a few years, you come back from 41 down to... And winning that first final that you play in after a few years is really important because the first final to win after not making it for yep. a while is, is extra critical. I, I agree, but... It became an arm wrestle. The mids really held up, um, and that gave their defenders a chance to really get on top. Yeah. I, think I, yeah. I, I reckon this is kind of where we can um, bask in the glory of that back line for a while. Their key defenders are such good users, Freo. Yeah. I think um, yeah Ryan and Cox are excellent users, and they're used sometimes as outlets, <laughs> Um which is, which is great. It means that they can move swiftly from contest to to their um, wings. Yeah. And so they got it out to their wings really quick. I thought that um, Frederick, Schultz, and Swidder, along with Chapman and Young, were really good at providing outlets and they started to build a lot of trust as the game went on in yeah. their keys. I will also add Blake Akers uh, to that list. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, It was an, a tremendous um, defensive effort. And then that sort of started getting the spot-up game going, which is how Amos spots up. Oh, I really like watching that guy spot up at the ball. Yeah, he, he attacks the ball so nicely. You, you mentioned the lock-in game. These are the names I've got for some of the pressure and desperation that I saw. Uh, it's, it's easy to look over because they've got such a good back line. It's easy yeah. to forget about where the pressure's coming from. But um, Sonny Walters, Schultz, Sweeder and Frederick – they they were harassing the dogs and that lock in you talked about. Yeah, wow. So let's this podcast. We normally go. We have a young players category and an unheralded players category. But Fremantle being in WA probably doesn't get a lot of coverage, and so Victorians would be easily led to think that there's lots of unheralded players, but they're actually pretty damn good players. Um, and there's a lot of young players on this Freo list. So we're just going to kind of roll through some players that caught our eyes. So who's, who's your first that you want to... Uh, I'm going to start with sukowski
1: Playing a small forward is never an easy task. And I thought early days, especially when you're down by 41 points. But I thought he handled himself really well, applying really great pressure, um, playing important link-up play between defence and offence, and then also getting important possessions in the forward 50.
0: Yep, yep. I'm, I'm rolling with Chapman to start off with. Um, that's your last name. A great name. Good day for Chapman's. Um, he has a very clean set of heels. He's really good at getting out quickly defensively and providing that first outlet. And he's a really good user. He had a great um, part in a forward thrust that led to a goal late in the Second quarter, where he really showed a clean set of heels, evaded a couple, and kept the ball in motion when Freo were pressuring the dogs, um, and it ended up in a goal late in the second quarter. Really like Chapman, hadn't seen enough of him. Who else have you got? So, a uh, former St Kilda Saints,
1: Blake Akers. So, Blake Akers has become one of the premier wings in the competition since he's moved to Fremantle. So, as a when I'm not supporting Fremantle, I'm supporting St. Kilda. And I always had high hopes for Blake acres, but I never knew what position he played. And I don't think St. Kilda did well uh, in that regard. And then ever since he's moved to Fremantle, they've said to him, you sit on the wing. So he's a really beautiful size. He's about one ninety centimeters. He's a, he's from a, he's both his parents are athletes. So he's got a lot of uh, sporting and athletic pedigree and he's got a beautiful, long raking kick. And, and this game, he just works so hard both ways. And when he gets the ball and he's moving forward, he sort of lopes forward, and he's got a big booming kick. And a lot of forward thrusts do start or finish with him kicking the ball forward. So I thought he, you know, he showed to the AFL why he's one of the premier wings in the competition last night.
0: He was so good. I'm going to go with Clark. I thought he did an epic, epic job behind the ball. Huge tackle on Keith. Absolutely annihilated him. I went through the intercept possessions in this game, and intercept possessions were crucial in this game for Frio and Clark had seven of them. I thought he was excellent. He leapt out on first viewing, and even more on second viewing. let Who else you got? Uh, I'll, I'm going
1: to say Frederick. Yep. Again, another small forward. Again, again, just his pressure in the, especially in the closing, uh, closing quarters was just unreal. He had this ama- this awesome tackle on. Ed Richards, Ed Richards, which we'll (laughs) talk about later. And even though his stats don't, uh, his stats don't leap out at you, he did have a big impact on the game. A bit like you know Cyril Rioli. Even though Cyril Rioli averaged a few amount of possessions, his impact was really big. And I felt Frederick had this type of game as
0: well. It was a big part of getting their offense going was actually getting him out into open space. Yep. Off their defence. It was so good to see. Gee, he has some wheels. He has no issue creating separation on his opponent. He's quick. Yeah. He's very quick. Um, so I'm, I've got to give David Mundy a shout out. Yep. Yeah, he was, he was excellent. So always just key, def, key deflections, clean with the ball, had a beautiful inside 50 kick. Um, sometimes he times his run through traffic so well. Still a really good player. Really, really good player. Who else you got? Uh,
1: Schultz. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the nuggety, the nuggety Schultz, um, like a very busy, busy player, and he bobs up at the right time.
0: those right times. Um. Oh, he's excellent. He's a, the way he helps them connect as well. He gets out. He gets out and goes. Yeah, he's yeah. brilliant. Anything more on Schultz? No. Um, Sean Darcy played a rock solid game. Like I said before, the ruck department got on top, and that was that really helped the midfield brigade. And so Dar- Darcy was just rock solid. Yeah. He gets the types of taps they want. Yeah. Well, I'll mention Brody again. I think, like you highlighted, he he has some really nice little touches in traffic. I saw him make a great deflection in a centre clearance that was crucial at that point in the game. He's he's a rock solid player that maybe a Victorian um, might not notice, but he's he's become a really good rotation midfielder. Um, who else you got?
1: Yeah. Lastly, just want to mention James Ashe. Really clean player, really nice touch, and a, a good decision maker, which was on show in a finals game. So shout out to James Ashe. It was interesting. By the end of the game, I saw that he only had about sixteen touches, and it felt like he had a lot more. Was yeah. such was his impact on the game?
0: I agree. He had a really cool step at one stage as well. It was a crucial point in the game. It was a step through a center clearance. It was very stylish. He's a stylish player. He's a stylish player. Yeah. But um. He, Big one percenters of the game. What's the biggest one percenter of the game? Mine, it was a Frederick tackle on Richards. So Richards was
1: running across the uh, Fremantle goal and he looked up and he didn't have anything. I think so the Fremantle defense had really set up well and Frederick didn't give up on the play because Ed Richards is a very good athlete, very fast as well. He's quick. And Frederick uh, managed to tackle him and it
0: disrupted the kick and it went straight to Sonny Walters for a goal. Yep, absolutely. I think it, it, it was a play of desperation, and it's a great symbol of the entire game where the Dockers did not let up. Um, it wasn't given to them by the Dogs, even though the Dockers controlled the last three quarters of the game, but Frederick just kept his pursuit going. It was a desperate pursuit, and it was rewarded. So it was the symbol yeah. of this game, that moment, that great one 1%er. I mentioned the Brody flick on, uh, sorry, not flick on deflection in a clearance. I've got a pretty fun one percenter for you. I'm going to call this a one percenter. We've got a loose definition of it. Um, Schultz sucking in five dogs um, where he had the skirmish with Dunkley. Yeah. And the dogs went to fly the flag, and it was a real lapse in concentration from them. Because Young whisked it out of the clearance and spotted up Amos. It was a crucial time in the game. Yeah, And so Schultz actually luring the dogs the way he did. I yeah. thought, I'm counting that as a one percenter. Nice, <laughs> no. And was that the one where Bevo was shouting at the players to stop
1: fighting and play the game? Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You got any other one percenters? So if we're going to continue in this, uh, the theme of loose one percenters, uh, the Freeman man will... In the third quarter, there was a few times where the Dogs' forward pressure was really good. Yep. And the Fremantle defence just stood up really nicely and their rebound, uh, their class and decision-making, which led to good rebound 50s to, you know, Frederick and the like, was really good.
0: They separate from spoil as well as any team right now, and I think it's because their key defenders are so dominant, but also their key defenders are really clean with the ball. So... They, they can be a part of that separation. So once the trust ignites, which it did half halfway through the second quarter at the start of the second quarter, that's, that's what unlocks their entire game. It's great to see. So uh, who brought the good vibes?
1: Uh, so I'm not going to go with the play. I'm going to go with the Fremantle crowd. Mm-hmm. This was the biggest ho- um, home game or home attendance for a Fremantle game ever. Yep. And... Watching the crowd and apparently the noise at the ground was incredible. Yep. So yeah, the, and then the Fremantle and they were they were right into it. The early days a bit despondent, yep. but then and then when they sensed that the game was there to be won, they were just getting behind their team like no other team.
0: You know when away teams go. In big games like that, they say to themselves before the game, "Silence is golden. Yes. Silence is, is golden." I don't think the Purple Haze was going to let that happen. It just did. <laughs> there was just no way they were going to allow that to happen. No, nah, not not last night. Yeah, I agree. Well, how about you? Yeah, I'm going with a crowd favorite. I guess um, O'Driscoll. I think his goal what in the goal. last quarter, but he had a moment as well in the second quarter where he ran down Lockie Hunter on the back flank. And it was such an epic pursuit. It was a great battle and he pinged him um, and he was off the ground not long before that with an ankle. So O'Driscoll brought the good vibes all day. He had an igniting factor on his team.
1: Yeah. I think another player who had an igniting factor would be a miss.
0: Yes. So
1: so, um, I think he had a pretty nasty kidney operation or injury due to a tackle in the waffle earlier this year. Yep. Yep. And then in order for not only to come, like to get over that and come back, but also to play a really important
0: part in a famous victory in his second game, Mm -hmm. unreal. Absolutely, yeah. Not to mention he missed that first goal, which was a soda. And that at the time in the game would have been so deflating. They were um, well behind on the scoreboard. This was their chance. And when you miss a goal like that, most teams I'm saying 99% of teams Go We've We've Laid an egg here We're no yeah. chance This is This is not our night If we're yeah. missing goals like this He came back to it He came back to the contest He kicked two goals He's He presented All day His his Presentation to the ball yeah. Was excellent Which is the By the way Credit to Frio's coaches For bringing him in Yeah Because that's the That's the right type of player To expose the dogs These spot up Players are really, really good. Once you've opened up the ground, they're very exposed uh, to by leading players. And he was excellent. You're right. His teammates got around him whenever he hit his goals. How can you not? Yeah. He was interviewed in the, the end of the game as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excellent. I'm so happy for him. Uh, what do you reckon of goal of the game? What is your best goal of the game? The goal of the game for mine was the Sonny Walters crumbing goal.
1: Special, special goal uh, in an important time, helping Fremantle get back into the game. High degree of difficulty, and made it look easy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, left, wrong foot, wrong hand, I assume. I love a good scoop as well. Yeah. A good, quick, swift pickup. Yeah. And taking half chances is what it's all about in yep. finals footy. My one Sarong. So um, the Sarong so goal off the stoppage, the snap. It's a really difficult goal, really important time of the game. And getting the bulldogs on a stoppage goal—that's a bit of their bread and butter. If there's one thing they defend, okay, it's um, around the ground stoppages. Yeah, so good, clean set of heels. And shout out to the O'Driscoll goal as well.
1: Yes, uh, yes.
0: Drop punt from the boundary on the wrong side. Yep, and the time of the game as well. That yeah. pretty much that sealed the deal. Yeah, that's it. He's uh, I love the kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what does this game mean for the Frio Dockers? So to come back from 41 points
1: down for a lot of players' first final as well, just instills so much belief. Uh, And I think they're going to go into the Collingwood game full of belief. Uh, You know, two really good defensive teams going at it, two really good midfields and two forward lines that can really get off the leash. But I think Fremantle are going to come into the game full
0: of confidence. You know, if they can come back from 41 points down, what can't they do? That's right. Um, they, they can stop anyone with a defence like yeah. this. It's, that gives them heaps of confidence. And um, you're right. I mean, first final in a few years, 41 points down. They've got a memory. The fans have a memory for life. This is going to be a yeah. memory for life, which is so damn good. It's easy to look far ahead and go, are we going to win the flag this year? But this is a game that at this moment in time says who the Frio Dockers are. They're a team that doesn't give up. And they're a team that wins a game like that. What a way to arrive as a team! It's awesome to see. Yeah. Got anything else to add? No, that's that's it for me. All right, that's going to wrap up the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. But let's just take an extra moment to bask in the glory of this awesome victory.
1: Cheers, hepo.